0: This is a great time for all of us to rise up together and let's support each other. We're all on the same mission. The ones that are really going to be successful are authentic and are going to move needles and move forward.
1: Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur and author. Here we go. Welcome back to the show. And I have some exciting news that has just opened this week. It is only going to last for 72 hours. And for those of you who have been maybe following along for a while, you know that Chris and I, Chris is my husband, have always put out different courses to help entrepreneurs or help you to break through to that next level. And we are going to be doing a flash sale right now, 72 hours for three of our courses, all three of our courses for the price of one. So that's going to be the Money Principles to help you break through your limiting beliefs and teach you all about how money in the economy actually works. We also have Aligned, which is going to help you get into that place where you are in flow with your zone of genius, whether that's in your relationships, your career... Uh, and your finances. And then there's also the Bliss Habit, which is a course that has 12 different modules all about how to tap in to your bliss. So if you want to be able to get these three courses for the price of one, you can text the word bundle, B-U-N-D-L-E, to the phone number 310-496-8363. That is Text the word BUNDLE to 310-496-8363. And my guest today is absolutely amazing. And I have to say, you have probably consumed this product or seen this product that this incredible woman has created and completely took the food industry by storm. Because I know that I was eating the product long before I knew the woman behind the product. And today, my incredible guest is Amy Lacey. And she is the founder of Cauliflower Foods. She believes that eating healthy should taste as good as it makes you feel. And I totally agree with that. If you guys know, I am all about feeling good, especially with the food that we eat. Most people are tired of sacrificing flavor for health. That's why she developed the first no-mass, no-stress cauliflower pizza crust that actually satisfies your cravings so that you can maintain your healthy lifestyle. Amy's one of the 23.5 million people suffering from an autoimmune disease. After being diagnosed with lupus in 2010, she realized that she needed to change her eating. With that in mind, she set out to recreate foods that no longer worked for her. She measured the success of the products by her inflammatory reactions and finally came up with healthy and delicious alternatives to some of her favorites. From that journey, Cauliflower Foods was born. Amy is a national best-selling author of Cauliflower Kitchen and The Clean Switch. Her Cauliflower products have won numerous awards and have been featured on Dr. Oz in the Food and Beverage Magazine, GQ, and OK Magazine, and as one of Whoopi's favorite things on The View cauliflower foods is a two-time clean eating magazine award winner amy's future business plans include working with budding entrepreneurs to develop and launch their food products and continue to mentor girls and young women you guys this woman is so incredibly generous with her time and her wisdom i can't tell you how grateful i am already for this woman in my life and how much she has helped me with my product like pink out of the goodness of her heart so you guys let's get started on this interview now Amy, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I'm so glad that we could make this happen. Thank you for coming on.
0: Lori, I'm so excited to be here. It's such an honor and it's long overdue. Like I've been wanting to do this for a couple months and our schedules have been, well, you've been RVing it. By the way, I have a question for you. Are you doing these interviews? And I, I hear you and Chris in the RV doing like your 15 minute updates, which kudos to you on the one that was posted today that you have 45% of your funding already. That's so huge. But are you doing these interviews in the RV with bananas and all, or is it just you and Chris updating?
1: Amy? Literally. And I know that we could talk with the whole, this whole podcast could be you and I riffing on how nothing is ever perfect and you don't like, you just have to do it anyway. And you have to learn how there's never a perfect circumstance to like launch or start or be in the middle or, you know, just literally everything and how you just have to put it together. Um, There's so many pieces and you just have to show up no matter what your circumstances. So lately it's like, just just do it. Like, just be consistent. So, yeah, we're doing it in there. The audio isn't great. And, you know, you just roll with it.
0: But it's real. And that's so exciting. Like, it's fun to hear bananas chewing on his bone. I don't
1: oh know why. God. Could you hear it? I, I didn't know if you could totally hear it. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it picked it all up.
0: You couldn't hear it. Yeah. But you guys mention it. And so it's just kind of cute. And it, it makes it fun. I really enjoyed watching your travels. And I, Uh, messaged Chris and asked him some questions because it's something that Jim and I would like to do someday. And he wrote a novel. It sounds like he knows everything about the RV and how to work it, how to drive it a whole bit. He's obsessed.
1: No, literally there's like, it's, there will be something that's coming out later with this whole thing that he's like, totally wanting to do in his career. So and, and it's great, right? Like this is exactly what we're going to talk about today is like doing things that you are passionate about um, and how that's just, it just fuels you because the work is challenging, right? Like the work is hard. You better make sure that you are working with people that you want to be working with and that it's something that you're passionate about and you want to show up for. So I know that's what you've done um, in your business and your industry. And I just want to let everybody know that Amy is somebody who legitimately has like gone above and beyond to help me with um, questions and given me guidance on my new company, um, just out of the goodness of her heart, like just shown up. Um, so it's just really, really exciting that I know you're also in the season of serving right now, but before we get to that, cause I know that's like what you're about to go off on. Like I can see your face light off uh, light up when I talk about that, before we get to that, I really want people to know what it is that you've built and a bit about that journey because you did it in a, in kind of a different way, especially for a foods brand. Um, than than most people have done.
0: Yeah. So well, let me take you back because it wasn't a plan. I didn't plan and set out <laughs> and to start a food company. I was diagnosed. So I turned 50 this year. So when I turned 40 in 2010, ugh. I can't believe I'm 50, but anyways, I girl, like, look,
1: girl doesn't look the day over 40. So,
0: well, I feel like I'm 25. My, my family says I'm very immature, but in a fun way, not a, yeah. Anyway, okay, 2010, I was diagnosed with lupus and chogrin's. I ended up having a blood clot, a pulmonary embolism and almost died. So they went looking for a clotting disorder and my world really overnight just got flipped upside down. So I was at the time. I had a little online store. I had a laser business. I won't go into all of that. Is that well? That's a whole nother podcast. But I also was a mom of three kids. Um, My husband was building up his medical practice. So we were very busy but very happy. And then all of a sudden, I literally pretty much couldn't get out of bed. And I had had a couple surgeries. And fast forward um, about eighteen months, it. I was very depressed. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was on Plaquenil, which is what you hear in the news about the drug that they're arguing over for COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on Plaquenil. I was on steroids. I wasn't sleeping because of the steroids. I was on cuminin for the blood clot and I got put on Wellbutrin for depression. Yeah. So I was a cluster mess and I here I had these little little kids. And my youngest was not even two yet. And I couldn't take care of him. I couldn't pick him up. I was arthritic. I couldn't walk. And so he had to go live with my in-laws for a couple months. And that's when I hit my rock bottom. And I just said, okay, something has to change. And so I ended up meeting with Rob Wolf. Have you heard of Rob Wolf? No. About the paleo challenge. So he he was a big paleo guy. Now he's a big keto guy. He created the first CrossFit in in Chico, California, in Northern California, where I lived at the time. And I met with him and he did an elimination diet. He said, inflammation is destroying your body and let's cut out everything. Let's cut out dairy. Let's cut out grains. Let's cut out sugar. Sugar is such an evil component of it, as you know. Mm -hmm. So I did that and I started feeling so much better. Um, My little boy came back. I, I was back to being a mom and I decided this was amazing transformation. And I was actually able to use food as medicine. And one of the things that I did in this process is we used to have family fun night, Friday family fun night. We still do, but my kids are teenagers. So it's hit or miss. Anyways, we would have pizza and games. And back then it was like Candyland and crazy little games like that. And so I knew I had to find another way to eat pizza because I wasn't gonna be able to eat traditional pizza anymore. So I went to the internet and I found a recipe using cauliflower. And I was like, dang, I don't buy cauliflower. I don't like cauliflower. It smells and yeah. it's white. And I think of a vegetable, I think it should be green. Right. So I, was, I was hesitant, but I did it. And it was a cluster mess. It was a, it was just a mess. And I tried it again. I bought all the ingredients for it. And the recipe I was using at that time that I found on the internet was much more extensive than the recipe that we use. So by about the fifth time, it actually worked. I fed it to my family. They loved it. My oldest son doesn't eat vegetables. I was able to hide the vegetable in it for him. He loved it. And I had had also, during this time of finding ways to eat comfort food again, but healthier versions of comfort food, I had started the Martha Beck Life Coach Program because I decided I want to pay it forward. Like I feel amazing, I want to pay it forward. And I also became a health coach. So I started having these healthy, happy hours and I started serving the cauliflower pizza at the healthy, happy hours. And another health coach and myself, decided to take the product to Farmer's Market. And I thought, okay, it's it's a fun product. Let's try Farmer's Market. It's healthy. We're using fresh cauliflower. The kids love to make it. They can come with me. It'll be a fun little you know, side business, little extra money. Teach the kids work ethic. And it just grew. And we were selling out before we ever made it to Farmer's Market. So then I was like, okay, there's something to this. And I decided to take it online in January of 2000. So Farmer's Market was 2016, by the way. Mm-hmm. January of 2017, we decided to launch it on e-commerce. Mm-hmm. In late 2016, as a way to invest in myself and really expand my health and life coaching business, I went out to Nashville, Tennessee to take a course with Donald Miller. Are you familiar with Donald Miller? Yeah. Okay, so... You've got to listen to Lori's podcast. That's number one. But if you want to listen to one after hers, Donald Miller has a really good business one. Okay. Um, I I think you need to... it's um, It's called Story Brand.
1: Oh, yes. Okay.
0: So yeah. story is really about making your customers the hero, right? And so we started talking about our customers that had been eating the pizza crust in 2016. And we also did zucchini noodles before those were a thing. We called them zoodles. And mm-hmm. we started um, talking about how the pizza and different things you could make with the crust, like tacos and various different comfort foods made healthy, were changing people's lives. Because literally I was having diabetics were eating it mm. uh, anybody that was put on a low-carb diet we had this little boy that had a brain tumor his doctor put him on a keto diet it wasn't even called keto then and so we sent him pizza crust because he loved pizza and we just had some amazing stories and testimonials and so as you know, you know, facts will tell, but testimonials will sell yes. and stories sell. So rather than talking about our product, we talked about people's success with our product. And one particular story kind of went viral in January of 2017. And that month we sold more than we had sold all of 2016. By the end of 2017, we were just direct to consumer and we had had Well, over a thousand percent growth. Wow, it was pretty crazy. And then by 2018, we were in some stores, we were still major direct to consumer. 90% of our business was direct to consumer, about five percent was Amazon, and we were selling a pizza crust every three seconds online. So that kind of gives you the magnitude of how busy we were. And yeah, that's that's how it got started. And and then there's a whole nother story beyond that, but. That's how it got started. And I pinched myself all the time.
1: Oh my God. Okay. So we just have to like really like get people to understand that sometimes this is such a story of one of those moments. and, And I try to highlight this all the time on here of how we can often think that things are happening to us like, oh, I'm sick. This is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. And we can get into that place of like being really down. And and to be quite honest, you can be like, you could, it's totally validated. You could be pissed and upset at the world that this is happening to you, or it could potentially be something that's happening for you for this next big idea or this way that you can help other people. Or all of a sudden now, Amy, you're living this life that like you have this incredible business, and now your your favorite thing is to be of of service to other people. But you couldn't have been in this place to offer all this info without this experience, um, without you know being in the place in life or having the money to be able to be able to be service of service to other people. So I really just want people to understand that sometimes these things can come in. The form of massive resistance or struggle or pain or sickness or whatever that is. And it's like really taking the power to to be your own advocate and then to potentially say, "How could? You know, how can I help myself? How can I, you know he- help and heal myself? and then say, you know, if if I wanted this, do other people want this? And that is so huge. I'm so, so glad you just shared that because, I think we can be in places where we're waiting for our big idea while trying to get out of the place that we're in when really the place that we're in is the exact thing, you know, or the the thing we're experiencing is the thing that's going to get us out. So amazing.
0: Yeah. And thank you for that. And there was, there's so much that went into it between, I mean, we would need hours to talk about it and there's, a lot of fun things that I like to talk about when I'm on podcasts, about how my friends came alongside of me. and there was 12 of us that built the company, and none of us had experience in the food industry, but we were really humble really hungry and had strong emotional intelligence. There was no drama. We just made it happen and we figured it out and Google was our best friend mm-hmm. as well as surrounding ourselves around industry leaders that had done it before. We mm-hmm. created an advisory board. We had people there with us. We've learned so much. I feel like I I have a PhD in how to run a business, start a business. But it, you know Just like what you said, you never know. Like 10 years ago, if you were to tell me that I were to create an eight figure business and move to Florida, which is a whole nother story, which I'll I'll tell you about briefly in just a moment, I I would have said, No way. How? That's impossible. Like, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. And it happens. You never know. And literally, I can remember feeling so distraught. Like, More depressed and more down than I've ever been over anything in my life, and I haven't had the easiest childhood. Mm -hmm. And there were times where you know I've been in a foster home. I I went to live with my aunt and uncle in Oregon, who raised me for a short time. There were some tough times as a teenager, but nothing was like this particular time. And I think it was because I, from the outside, I had it all. And all of a sudden it was gone. And I thought, I've made it. And then it was gone. At least I felt like it was gone. And it was up to me to make those changes. Like I I had to kick this in the pants. I had to be my own advocate. I had to really... I mean, I'm married to a doctor and he's giving me shots of steroids. And it's like, this is... This is not fun. I can't sleep. I'm going nuts. I'm going crazy from not sleeping. There's a reason why they do sleep deprivation in prisons. Yeah, be crazy for sure. So it. I am a testimonial of anybody can get through the tough times. I really, truly believe that. And I know our country and a lot of people are going through tough times right now. And the really cool thing about that, I think, is we don't know what the other side is going to look like yet. When it looks like everything is just crashing down and it's horrible, amazing things tend to come out of that. We've had, I mean, it wasn't all peaches and cream or whatever that saying is. (laughs) Anyways, it wasn't all great going from... Negative 200,000 to an eight figure business. There was a lot of, you know, failures along the way. And what I learned is every time we stumbled across a failure, our business grew tenfold. As long as we owned it, we were responsible for it, we corrected it, it just grew. And people love that transparency and that honesty. And that's why I love serving now because I feel like if I had somebody like myself. In my pocket when I first started, I would have definitely saved myself a million dollars. I made a million dollar mistake um, twice. And so I know that I can help other people not make those same mistakes. Mm. So, like, I have a client right now who's expanding his kitchen and he's getting ready to put these freezers in. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. We had all kinds of problems in one of our co packing facilities early on with the freezers damaging the floors. And then we weren't able to get... The, the building wasn't able to um, get certified because of the damage in the floors. To repair the floors was massive and it was an easy correction at the beginning if he had just done one thing with the floors before putting the freezers in. So this guy is like that I'm working with is like, I've never heard of that. And I'm like, well, go research it. And here's, you know, here's the details around it. And sure enough, he's getting a quote to fix the concrete floors before the freezer goes in, just to avoid that happening three years later. And so there's lots of things like that. But in 2018, I don't know, did you ever hear about the campfires? You're in Southern California of Northern California, the town of Paradise burning down. When was that? That was in November of 2018. Hmm. I don't think so. so You all were having your fires in Southern California. I was actually in Southern California for a meeting for cauliflower and Northern California went on fire, caught on fire from, um, the electrical company that whole. Yeah. So that town of paradise burned down and that was my parents hometown and my aunt lived there as well. So I came rushing home. Everybody was evacuated, went to my house. We lived 10 minutes away from the town that burned down. So our town was black. We had what looked like snow in our backyard, but it was really ash. And I came home from that to everybody living with me with our animals. And I realized life was never going to be the same. We had just opened our pizza bar in a little grocery store, like our version of Whole Foods. And our grand opening was supposed to happen the next week. And it ended up being that we made pizzas and fed people that were evacuated and, and the fire. Wow. In, and that was our grand opening. And I knew everything was going to change. And I was the CEO of the company. Um, we were growing massively, doing great things. We had launched all kinds of products. I wrote a best selling cookbook. There were a lot of amazing things happen, happening. But when that fire hit, and I knew my family was displaced and our hometown was greatly affected. 48,000 people were out of their homes. Wow. It, it was a bad scene. Mm-hmm. I decided then that it was time for me to make family. Uh, family's always been number one to me, but being a CEO and running a company that's growing that fast, you know, family is number one, but your company also has to be a top priority. And so I was traveling a lot and I realized. I probably need to get the CEO title up and I need to bring somebody in and I need to take care of the situation because most likely we're going to have to move and we're going to have to move my parents and we're going to have to move my aunt. And so again, I was faced with this situation that looked kind of doom and gloom. And I found a wonderful partner that came in, bought part of the business, moved the business out of Northern California to Boulder, Colorado. And since we've expanded nationwide in grocery um, and we're growing massively, we just launched entrees. So we're having massive growth again. And it's it's phenomenal. But giving up the CEO title was tough. And the reason why I tell you this story is because I found myself falling back into kind of a slump. And I realized, okay, how do I get myself out of this funk? We moved from Northern California to Florida, we have a beautiful home. It's like our dream home. We live on the water. My kids are thriving. Life is good. But I'm no longer the CEO and I'm no longer as busy as I was. And it's like, it it just feels awkward. I feel like I don't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. And so serving and helping others has been very fulfilling. And that's kind of where that came out of. And at first I was doing it for just Just to help people that I knew, I'm in this phenomenal mastermind. And so some of those people needed some help from going from brick and mortar, especially during COVID and taking their business online. So we did a couple of businesses where we took them online and now they're thriving, which is awesome because they were on the verge of being shut down. Mm -hmm. And so that was great. And now I kind of made it a side business and I hired some of my ex-employees from CaliFlower that were no longer with CaliFlower. And so we're doing what we did with CaliFlower with these other businesses that are going online. And it feels amazing. It feels amazing to serve and help others.
1: Oh my God, I love, love, love all of those stories. And it just, I'm so excited to see what even transpires for you in the next year or two from like this, this place that you're in right now of, oh, I didn't even realize that I loved this so much and you're so great at it and you have so much wisdom with it. Um, it's going to be so much fun to see all the businesses that are able to become potentially a business like the one that you were able to bring to the place that it was. So just, I, I don't think you completely mentioned the name and if people did want to go check out um uh, cauliflower Foods, like can you tell us just a quick like one minute what you have, where we can find those. And then we're going to get into this other side.
0: Yeah. So we uh, were one of the first cauliflower pizza crusts on the market. We have crusts. We have flatbreads that make awesome tacos. We now have lasagnas, enchiladas, vegetarian lasagnas, enchiladas. We're reinventing the frozen section. We've also got topped pizzas. And you will find us nationwide Walmart, nationwide Whole Foods, soon to be nationwide in another big that all of us have shopped at, but I'm not allowed to tell. I just found out yesterday. So it's exciting. Um, so we'll, we're nationwide. We're in Kroger. We're in a lot of um, grocery. You can go on our website, which is Califlower, spelled like California, C-A-L-I, Flower. We consider ourselves the new white flower, So F-L-O-U-R, foods.com. You can order it directly from the website or you can put in your zip code and find out what stores we're in.
1: Amazing. Okay, so before we move into talking about serving, what do you think? And I'm, this is like gonna be an impossible question for you to answer, but we're just gonna see what comes to your mind first. So first thing that comes to your mind when you think of what your like biggest um, like transformation on your mindset, like what is something that... Now you think differently or a theme that you learned from running that business. Like what is an overarching theme that you kind of learned that's truth for you about business?
0: So this isn't really hard to answer and it sounds really simplistic, but I swear it works. And I had to learn it the hard way. Uh, With my childhood the way it was and with my teen years the way it was, I was very scrappy And very much like no was next opportunity. I would not take no for an answer. Um, Very like really fear-based and really insecure, but willing to persevere through that and fake it till I make it, so to speak. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I didn't learn until later on in my life was truly pouring out to other people and knowing that it's going to come tenfold. I had a wall up. I didn't trust people. I didn't understand gratitude and the power and gratitude. So that's my answer is gratitude, living in gratitude. Mm -hmm. There are things, there are times, there are people that have really burned me in this industry. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to go into those stories because they're negative, but I have sat in gratitude Knowing that there was a reason why they came across my path, and while it felt painful and hurtful and betraying, there was a reason, and I grew from it, and something good came out of it. But I had to sit in gratitude with that anger. You can, in my opinion, you can't be angry and have and live in gratitude at the same time. I know some people disagree with that, but for me personally, like that is the fastest way for me. To get over a situation is with gratitude. And I think early in my early years, just not having trust and not even believing in myself, I I was not willing to put that energy into other people or to even go there and write out a journal of why I was grateful for them, especially for somebody that had burned me. But there's you can find gratitude in any situation. And anyone, even when it looks doom and gloom, and I feel like i 'm living proof of that, like God, why did I have to have lupus? This sucks, why did I have to have a surgery? Why did I have to have um, a blood clot? this you know why why did why did this happen to us financially in the in the downfall in two thousand and eight? We had to sell our dream home. Why did that happen? Well, always something really positive came out of it, and I have a lot of gratitude for that. And so, in the season that I'm in right now, you know, not everything is going the way I think it should with the business. I'll be honest with you on that. When you bring in somebody, you're not always going to align and you're not always going to think the same way. You hope you do. And when your business starts growing and it becomes a teenager and adult, it no longer can be operated the way you did early on. Like, yeah. customer service is so important to me in the customer experience. And I used to handwrite, Thank you cards. And this is probably something that you do because you're very I, I know you're so about your audience and so caring. And you put so much. I can just tell, just from my experience with you. And I love the card that you sent with the drink light pink. I thought I had it right by me, but I don't. I mean, you just put those personal touches in. And I used to do that with every customer. We used to, I used to write thank you cards all the time. And now it's like impossible. Every once in a while I can see that somebody is a big Uh, Consumer and I definitely will do it, and I try to do it as much as possible. But it gets to a point where you lose that, and so boy, I went on a squirrel moment. Where was I going, Lori? Those
1: are my favorite. (laughs) Those are my favorite. We talked about gratitude, and you just honestly went into so many great lessons because we forget. And I think entrepreneurs—that's one of the biggest things, Amy—that I see is the we, we, they, all of us can get really caught up in the like, yeah, but this is happening or, oh my God, I wasn't expecting this or, you know, all of the walls that can go up. And and I think when you get back into gratitude, you start to understand that those it's actually just all a part of it. Like, it just reminds you like, hey, uh, Chris and I always talk about, you know, you when you choose to be an entrepreneur, you are literally just choosing to solve your own problems every day. Otherwise, we're always just choosing like solve someone else's problems or just solve your own problems. And and that's what it is. It's like we get to solve our own problems over something that we're passionate about. But it doesn't mean there won't be problems. It's actually signing up for solving daily lots of problems.
0: (laughs) I always talk about the 5 P's of my business, which is having a really authentic, awesome product. Mm -hmm. Having a lot of passion because look, people out there, if you're doing something or creating a product... Just to be acquired or to make a ton of money, it's going to backfire on you. Mm-hmm. You've got to have the passion behind it. You've got to have the purpose and the meaning. So that's one of my P's. Like, why do you want this product? What, why do you want this service? Why do you want to be a coach? What is your why? We hear that all the time. But deep down inside, you really genuinely have to have some passion behind it or it's going to backfire on you. Perseverance. Persevering, there's a lot of highs and a lot of lows in business and in life. And you've got to be willing to persevere through it and get through the fear. I like don't mm-hmm. allow, we talk about this all the time, but it's so true. I'm such a fear-based person and I don't allow it to paralyze me anymore. I just push through it. When I'm getting ready to talk on stage. And I remember I was in, I was in Texas and I was talking to 400 women. And I went in the bathroom and I was like, Oh my gosh! I'm gonna puke. I'm so nervous. These are all 400 women that are business owners. Some there was a senator in the room. It was crazy. And I thought, how did I get here? And I and I just I literally prayed through it. And I was like, okay, you've got this. You know, you're you're just like all of them. You've got this, and you've got something special to tell. Go out there and own this. Do not let fear paralyze you because you're not going to be at your best for them and they brought you here you need to be your best for them and you own you know this you you can own this and i went out and i rocked it i killed it at first little little stumbly getting on the stairs on the stage and my voice <laughs> kind of quivered and then i'm like nope and i actually went into storytelling and i started talking about one of my clients right away when i say clients one of my customers and that like just set me at ease. It wasn't about me. It was about my customer and it wasn't about me. It was about the audience and how Mm -hmm. can I serve them best? And so going back to that word of serve, often for me, as well as gratitude will persevere through um, the fear. And then my other piece, so I've talked about product, passion, purpose, people, surrounding yourself. We already talked about that, but surrounding yourself with really like-minded people, making sure I say you're not unequally yoked. And what I mean by that is you don't want to bring somebody in that isn't going to match what you are putting out there because that will also backfire on you. Mm. Um, I've been in that position before where you're all the money and you're all the time and it can be a, a disaster, a bit of a disaster. So you want to make sure that you're bringing in people that can contribute, you can contribute, you're like-minded, you have the same values, you're on the same mission, really important. Mm -hmm. And then the final one is paying it forward. And even when we were a young company, we were always donating and paying it forward. We worked with Step It Up, the the girls that are first-time college graduates. Mm -hmm. We worked with uh, The Mentoring Project We worked with the Lupus Foundation. Always were paying it forward. And that will come back to you tenfold. And you don't even know when it's going to happen. It's crazy. Uh, Nestle brought me out to talk to all of their executives. This was um, late 2018. And I was so honored. That's that's one of those moments where I went in the bathroom and prayed. (laughs) Because Nestle employees. And I've always had this vision that Nestle was going to buy my company. I still do. Oh, wow. I feel like Nestle, yes, I have my financial partner. I mm-hmm. sold a portion of my company off. I took some money off the table. So I, I did do that. But I want to be acquired someday by a, a company that needs healthier food, like a Nestle. Yeah. And so to get invited to go talk to all of their employees about customer service and how we do it differently online and how we get to on a direct to consumer e com business, you get to talk. To your consumer, you get to look at your Shopify analytics. You know where they live, how often they've ordered. It's kind of creepy how much you can find out about people. I know, I don't. I don't mean to be a stalker on cauliflower products here, but, but it
1: does them it. a better product.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, it's crazy. So I'm I'm sitting there and I'm talking at this Nestle uh, convention, and then they invite me to go on their boat. Um, that evening. Now I have a, a point to the story about paying it forward. So I'm, in, we're in Miami, and I'm on this big yacht with all of the Nestle executives, and I'm, I'm so nervous, Lori. I'm like freaking out. I'm, I'm there by myself. There's nobody from the company with me. So I get dressed up, I go, and I'm like, pretty soon I'm hanging with the CEO of Nestle, and it was awesome, and it was so great, but. The way that I got to hang with him is the part about paying it forward. Like I said, we had worked with Step It Up. Mm -hmm. Well, Step It Up has a board of directors in different cities. And it happens that the girl that was putting on all of the events for Nestle that weekend happened to be a board member of Step It Up. Well, I didn't know that. She didn't know I worked with Step It Up. But I went and I started talking to her and I said, wow, what you've done tonight on this yacht is amazing. Like, You guys pulled this together. This is incredible. What company do you work for? And she's like, well, you know, she told me about her company and Nestle had contracted them out. She goes, but my real passion is this. I'm on the board of this group and it's so amazing. And it's what I love. And I said, oh, okay, what is it? And she's like, it's called Step It Up. And I'm like, oh, we donate to that. So we start talking about Step It Up and our mission about helping women, especially young girls. And she goes, well, have you met the CEO of Nestle yet? I mean, they brought you out here. Let me go introduce you. I'm super good friends with him. His name is Steve oh. Presley. I'm like, uh, no. And she's like, well, come on, I'll go introduce you. So she introduces me to the CEO of Nestle because we have that common bond of Step It Up, which is a program we donated to early on. And I end up hanging out with him the rest of the evening. And we talked shop, talked about how I did, how I built the business on e-com, um, talked about all kinds of things. And so I'm convinced that Nestle is supposed to buy cauliflower foods someday. But that just shows you how you never know when you pay it forward and you're really working with somebody or an organization, how it might come back to you tenfold. That was an awesome opportunity.
1: I want to take a minute to remind you how important it is to have a fast comeback rate from the failures in life and in business. It's as crucial in business as it is in health. So, if you're in charge of hiring, it should be in every single job description. Whether you're ready to make your next important hire or you need some rehiring tips, Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash happy. This is their best offer that you are going to find anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com slash happy. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. So I know most of you that are listening are either entrepreneurs or creatives or just people who have a life long hunger for learning. I know I am one of those people as well. You guys, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people just like you. We can explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. The reason that I love Skillshare is because right now I'm really focusing on building and marketing a new business that I'm working on. And with classes like Personal Branding, Crafting Your Social Media Presence by Kate Aaron, And this class by Gary Vaynerchuk that I'm loving is Context is Key, Social Media Strategy in a Noisy World. So I'm obsessed with all of the classes under marketing. And they have so many other classes for pretty much whatever you are interested in. So what's most important to me though is that most classes are under 60 minutes with short lessons to fit any schedule. There's no ads. They're always launching new premium classes. And it's less than $10 a month with an annual subscription. Subscription. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com forward slash Lori and the first 1,000 people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership. Receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time. Be one of the first 1,000 to sign up at Skillshare.com forward slash Lori. That's Skillshare.com forward slash Lori. L-O-R-I. Oh my god! So this is literally a theory I would love to write about because it's it's a million percent the truth. So if I ever write it, we'll throw that story in there and we'll just manifest Nestle for you as well. But this is okay. Vital, vital, vital. I think if anybody doesn't know their next step of like, you know, whether they're trying to bring an idea to life or whatever, that looks like I always think if you don't know what your step is right now, you can always go and get lost in serving. You know, if you're just like, I'm so lost, I don't know what my idea is or I don't know what direction it is. It's so crazy because when I've been in those points and I haven't always done this, this is like, this is definitely more of like a new four to five year thing for me where then I go when I get really overwhelmed or anxious or like, I don't know what to do next. I'll always go to try to find someone or something to serve or reach into my network and see like, who can I help? And It's crazy how it either alleviates the anxiety, helps me get clear on what I want to do, or somehow it's insane. You I you don't necessarily serve for yourself, but it always it's like it just comes back, whether it's just the feeling of like feeling more grounded or good, or I'm just looking at what my company is being made up of right now, and I can trace it back to moments that I've like either done something maybe I I didn't want to do at the moment, or showed up, or gone to some event where you just volunteer your time or whatever that is. And it's like mind-blowing how you can. It's that what is it, the Steve Jobs quote where it's like you can't connect, you can only connect the dots, or you can't connect the dots looking forward. And it's so crazy. It'd be so much fun to go down your path to see where all of your dots had connected with your success.
0: Oh, and (laughs) I could go on and on about that. One thing I would definitely like to say, because I know we don't have that much more time, is to invest in yourself. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that meant until I got really sick. And then I was like, okay, only I can fix this. I want to get off these medications. So I invested in the Martha Beck program right, to learn how to life and health coach. And that was a huge ticket for me. It was $30,000. And I remember laying in bed and talking to my husband and going, uh, I need $30,000 to do this life coaching program. And he didn't... I mean, he was so happy to get me to not be sick anymore. He was like, sure, do it. And I was surprised. And now... I continue to invest in myself. I know your people invest in you. And it's so important because they're investing in themselves by working with you. It's so important to do that. And you grow tenfold by doing that. And your business will grow as you grow internally. And so to serve and to be in gratitude, I think I've learned through not only doing it, but also I've learned from investing in myself in these courses and these life coaching programs. And I'm in this great mastermind right now with Joel Marion and Dan Fleshman. And mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. The way that these guys come out and women come out and serve is incredible. And these are, these are people that have made it, right? These yeah. are 100, 500 million dollar company owners they don't have to serve people like me and they do and they do it gratefully and they're excited about it and they're excited about helping people and so they're very inspiring to me and I just want to continue on that mission as well i think it's so important and i want to say that when you start investing in yourself too and you you see that growth within within yourself your business will grow and if you haven't started a business yet your ideas will grow and eventually you will do something. I promise you that. I just I know that. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's a it's a really important to pay it forward, but also realize you're worth it and you need to pay it forward to yourself as well. Investing Oh my god.
1: It's absolutely I, I could never have done anything without investing in myself. And it's like I will continue to all it's it's a part of it's it's not even a, it's a non-negotiable, it's a part of growth. Like you will only go as far as you're willing to grow. And I'm always just like, if I, if I find a place where I'm feeling a little, like, I don't know where, where you're getting to a place where you're just feeling kind of neutral, you're not learning a lot of new things or you're you're feeling like your network is kind of like, you don't know who to ask. It's because you haven't put yourself into that new, maybe scary place or that new network. So that's it's always a sign if I'm just like, yeah, I'm feeling really comfortable. <laughs>
0: That's interesting that you say that because it was 2017, summer of 2017 and Cauliflower was growing like crazy. But I had done nothing on the life and health coaching business at this point. I was just swamped with Cauliflower. And I had been going to a couple food shows, but I thought, you know what? I haven't done anything to really pour into myself. And through a Facebook messenger... I got an invite to this course, but when I went online to look it up, it was closed already. So I reached out to the person that was hosting the course and they said, sure, you can come on out. It was in New York. Okay. Cause this is like connecting the dots now story. So I didn't really know why I should be there, but the fact that it came up on the messenger and by the way, I was accidentally looped into the group that was talking about this oh, course. So it was That's a total fun. accident that, and my husband once again was like, "Yeah, you should go to New York. <laughs> yeah. go, go out there and and I, I was going to do an interview while I was out there. Well, I went to Chris Winfield's first UAX course. This is before oh, awesome. before Jen was part of the picture. Mm-hmm. Chris pulls me out of an off uh, out of the audience and he had said, well, what is your company worth? Everybody had to go around and talk about what their company was worth. I forget exactly the exercise we were doing. And I remember saying, I've done 1.8 million in Cauliflower so far as of June, uh, 2017. And he said, well, what do you think you're going to do by the end of this year? And I said, 5 million. I just threw out a number and we we exceeded that and then he said and what are you going to do next year and i was like mm. and he goes you're going to do 20 million and i go, mm. and we exceeded that but <laughs> here's the thing with chris he connected me with a couple different people who connected me with an agent for the cookbook and i met um sterling lord and I met Jaydre, who worked at Sterling Lord, and we immediately bonded. And the next thing I know, they're helping me pitch my proposal of wanting to do an all cauliflower cookbook, which is right here, which I just sent you, by the way, because I was waiting for you to get home from RV, um, And I put... I I met, um, so Sterling Lord helped me meet these publishers and I pitched my idea to them and Abrams picked me up. I got three deals and I took, I went with Abrams and that was a whole nother incredible journey journey. And now why do I tell you this? Because I put myself in a position where I could meet other entrepreneurs. Chris connected me, which is what he's known for doing. I followed up. There's a lot of things in this. Invest yourself, follow up, breakthrough from fear, put yourself out there. I was very interested in what Jadri did and Sterling Lord. So I learned more about them. They were excited about me. We put together this book. It became a national bestseller. I did not make the New York times bestseller. I should have, I sold enough in the first uh, week. You should have, it's all good, (laughs) (laughs) but that's on my goal. That's on my list. But funny, when we were moving, I found an old journal from my Martha Beck days. And one of them was for her, Susan Hyatt was leading the course. And she said, I want you to write down five things that you're going to have in five years from now, or five things that you will have accomplished. And I don't even remember writing them, but I wrote them. And one of them was, I want to have a coaching business or a product that changes people's lives. Mm -hmm cauliflower foods is the only pizza out there that a diabetic can eat. And it's been incredible for other autoimmune and just people that want to eat healthy like yourself because it's low carb. Check. I want to write a a book. Check. Did I think it would be a cookbook? No. But I I do remember always wanting to write a book more like a self-help book or an autobiography of my childhood. But check, I had written a book and it became a national bestseller and it's in other countries, which is so cool. And then I wrote that I wanted to, I didn't grow up with religion, but I wanted to learn all about religion and read the Bible. Check, I'd done that. I wanted to become a huge part of my kid's life and really create a life that we love. Like I even specifically wrote down, I want us all to be certified scuba divers. We are. I want us to someday live on the water. We manifested that. We live on the water now. I mean, everything I wrote, but one thing came true. So Mm -hmm. out of the five things, four had come true. And these were like big things. And so I I believe that putting yourself in the right position and meeting the right people and putting yourself out there, you never know what's going to happen. I Mm -hmm. never would have thought I would have had an opportunity to publish a book. And -hmm. and it's happened. And I'm going to publish more. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was I was, I was watching. Like, it's so funny. I'm, I'm literally like, can, are we going to what can we talk about this now off the podcast cuz now I'm like all oh, super pumped. Um <laughs> you are so freaking inspiring. I love it because it's so real and it's tangible and these are things that everybody can do. It's like and, and thank you so much for sharing that you push through fear because I relate to that more than I can possibly tell you like I do feel like everything I do every day feels like, oh my God, I'm so scared. And exactly what you said, I have to do it because I know I'm doing it for the woman who thinks she's too scared. And I'm like, oh God, I have to do it for her. Like, I know I'm going to talk to her and let her know. I feel the same exact way. And you're so you're doing that to me right now. Like, that's so important for us to share how we're actually feeling in the process. Um, Because it's so empowering to be like, damn, we all feel that way. So I want to know. We really do. It's crazy. It's, it's never like you wake up and you're like, yeah. I mean, you have some days where you're like, oh my God, I feel so powerful. And then we go to sleep and somehow we all get um, start all over again. But I really want to quick chat on just the female founder, because I know that you feel super passionate about this, just like I do. But why do you think it's so important for women to like go for it and support each other as well?
0: So, oh gosh, for so many reasons. First of all, ladies, there is, I was just looking at the stats earlier today, 12.3 million female founders. We are responsible for $1.8 trillion of income. Last year, this is, and you know what? I should have cited where I, I saw it on two different, um, Two different places I saw this. So I think it's accurate, but I should have written down where I, I got it from. Last year, every day, 1,800 new businesses started by women. Wow. The 40% of the businesses coming out of 2020 will be women owned. And I think it's really important. I grew up, you know, I, I struggled, like I've, I've mentioned a few times, but the one thing I want to say is my mom was a single mom. My dad was an alcoholic drug addict and he was gone. My mom was a single mom and I got to see her struggle. But what she taught me was there's rewards in the struggle and to keep going and not to give up. And so she was a really strong mentor for me. And my grandma was a strong mentor. So these women were really strong. They happened. I broke the cycle. I married a Jim. His name is literally Jim, but he's a Jim like Chris. Uh he's super supportive. He's amazing. He's a, he is a physician, but they he had with Cauliflower exploding, he had to go part-time and they called him Dr. Mom because he literally became the mom and the dad. And he wow. was amazing at it. And he was so supportive. So I broke the cycle of my grandmother married, not a good man. My mom married, not a good man. And I broke that cycle. And I'm proud that I did that. But it's important for us to keep going and being more than just, you know, we need to be running businesses. We need to be owning businesses. We need to be the moms, but we need to be an example of so much more. And it's crazy because women are rising up. And through this pandemic, they say women will rise like 46% growth in women businesses through the pandemic. Mm. Wow, I feel like there's. I'm. I'm not bagging on the men because again, I'm in that mastermind. I see some amazing things that these men have done. But it's really important for us women to think we can be moms and we can own businesses and we can run them. And what a great example we are to our daughters. So I used to struggle with guilt, and this might be. You know, your audience might be not in the place where I'm at, and maybe they have little ones. I used to struggle with guilt. Of traveling and being gone a lot, but sometimes I would take my daughter with me. We actually—I can say this now because the shows have been canceled. We actually, she's six one, and she looks older than she is. So we actually snuck her into food shows because she was supposed to be eighteen, and um, she was fifteen. But nobody questioned it, and she was in awe because she really was instrumental in helping me create the recipe for cauliflower. We did a lot of cooking together, so it's important for her to see. My success. It's important for the boys to see how Jim is to me through this whole process, and how we are and, and our respect for each other. And mm-hmm. it's funny because the kids will often be like, "Yeah, my dad's a doctor, but my mom's an entrepreneur. My mom owns this business. And my mom has my mom's been on the doctor show. <laughs> you know, they're like bragging about me, but it's funny because their dads saved lives. So it's just it's important for us to be founders, to own it. I, I can't stress that enough. I, I, I'm i so glad to be that example for my daughter. I know that's what she's striving to do is, is be a founder and own her own business. Wow. That's... A business that makes a difference though.
1: Yeah, a business that makes a difference. And that it honestly, just like you said earlier in the podcast, like that's what's gonna pull you through when you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I putting up with this problem? Why did I submit myself to this potential schedule? And then, you know, you'll remember. In a big, big way, and it will be everything. It will be like you can't imagine your life without it. So, yeah, I'm so grateful you said that about just you know showing your daughters, showing your children, right down to you know showing if you if you have sons, like what is also possible for their partner. Like this can be normal, so that they you know can see that it's a, a true give and take for both of both of them to be pursuing their visions on whatever that looks like. I love that you shared that, just because it's it's true. Like I never saw that growing up, so I had to wait until I was older to seek mm-hmm. and try to find these women that potentially I felt like maybe I could resonate with, which was really challenging as well. You know, to find examples that I felt were really approachable and I could resonate with and build a life that I loved while building a business. And I think, I think that's what we need is to see more examples of like what is possible, um, right down to like what partners what partners we do choose for that, right? And support and in everything like that. So any, is there any last thing that's kind of like on your heart that you want to share?
0: I just want to say that it's really important for us as founders, as women, to really support each other. Because mm-hmm. as you know, as you get... And when you were interviewing Dave Asprey, he actually said this. As you get more successful and as you are more in the public eye or your products in the public eye, it's really easy for people to be cruel or to be negative. And as women, as founders, we need to support each other. We not we don't need to think of each other as competition. Healthy competition is good. Mm-hmm. We need to come on and align with each other and support each other. And so I think that's really important. I'm going through a bit of a struggle right now in the industry with um, other female founders in the food industry. Mm-hmm. And i just like to say that I think it's so important that we come alongside each other and support each other and not uh, trash talk each other and not try to pull the other person down for any reason. Like Mm -hmm. let's, let's lift each other up. We're all here for the same reason. We want to create life-changing products. We want to make a difference. We want to leave a stamp. There's no reason why we can't do that together and align together. We don't need to fight each other. Now Mm -hmm. I say that because I just got a cease and desist from a competitor and they're being quite nasty and it's another female founder and we don't need that. And you know, I can't talk anymore about that, but we don't need to do that to each other. We Mm -hmm. have the same mission. You're a mom, you're a business owner. You have the same mission. You have a great product. I often will promote your product. You should be promoting ours. There's room enough in this world for both of us. And I think that way about what you're doing. I watch you on Instagram and I get so inspired. Like, I love watching you, Lori. It's fun. And I don't, I mean, just, I, I, there's so many women that are doing amazing things that I don't look at them and think, oh, this is, you know, I'm not going to bag on anybody. Like this is a great time for all of us to rise up together and let's support each other. We're all on the same mission. The ones that are really going to be successful are authentic and are going to move needles and move forward. We need to support each other.
1: We just, we're going to put that on replay over and over and over. Um, I, and I just I want to I, I want to reiterate that just one more time because it is if you're a person who is worried about your competition, you're literally taking away energy from what is waiting to come into your life. And whenever I've ever been triggered by anything by somebody, I'm always like, oh my gosh, this is like probably a sign that I can either collaborate or be super inspired by this person. Um, and I can tell you from my experience when I see a woman who is like doing big things or even in the same vein as me, I've literally like asked them how we can work together. And like, how could we partner? How could we do an event together? How could I get you at my event? How could, because I'm like, uh, uh-uh, she's not going to be my competition. She's going to be my friend and we're going to grow together. Um, and I think that's the coolest thing that we can, we can realize is that when we feel like you had said, when, when there's some people who just, they, they only see it that way. It's like, Unfortunately, when you are a target, that's really tough because you do have to, you know, over, overcome it, do all the all the work, all the things. But I do think that, you know, even with this, Amy, like I just think it's going to become such a message and an even even bigger part of who you are. Is just like that massive rising up in collaboration and all those women who want to, and they're just going to keep lifting each other up higher and higher because of it. Um, so I truly think, you know, it's just, it's super unfortunate. I've had those horrible moments, not to the extent that you have, but it's really made me say, this is not just going to be something I talk about. It's going to be an actual piece of what my new company is moving forward. Um, so, So powerful. Like, I just think that you are such an epic human being. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. I had so many like ideas, like that, I need to just keep to myself for a moment and share with you later. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, there's so many cool things. Um, But I love that.
0: I'm so excited what you're about to put out to the world because it is way better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I knew it was going to be really good and the the marketing's great, but the taste is phenomenal. And then behind it and the mission of getting people to talk to one another and those clever questions. And, and the whole, the whole mission for a drink light pink is awesome. So I'm so excited for you for the future. Watch out beverage companies.
1: <laughs> thank you so much. Well, I am like, you, you've helped already so much with that company. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like I, I'm like just so grateful for the women who like you who have come in and just blown my mind with your uh willingness and generosity to share because that's what you need like I can't do this without that type of support and information you really can't it's it's quite crazy you need these like angels who come into your life um, and you need to let them in too like you need to not just be like you need to know people are showing up because they want to show up. They want to help you. So let them help you and remember that you can, you'll return the favor whenever you can. And I just uh, want to make sure that people can find you,
0: follow you and all of the things. So where can we follow along with everything? So follow me on Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest at HeyAmyLacy. I am managing all of my own. Don't judge it. I'm managing all of my own social media right now on purpose so I can learn the ins and outs of it. The cookbook forced me to get Instagram. <laughs> I'm, and I love it. I love doing stories. They're not they're not as good as yours. And I am gonna hire somebody sure. someday to help me. But right now I'm doing it all myself. So if you DM me or message me, DM me before you message me on Facebook. I will get back to you. I also have my website paymelacy.com. I have a free consultation right now. So if you have a thought or a business that you're already doing, or you really want to take your brick and mortar to click an order, let me schedule time and talk to you because I'd love to give you a little few tips that could help you possibly. I would love that. Um, cauliflower is cauliflowerfoods.com nationwide. You can go to the website, plug in your zip code. We already talked about that. would love for you to try the products. If you're interested, you can DM me. I'll send you some products. They're all low carb, no added sugar very healthy, very clean ingredients, everything you can read. Um, The entrees are phenomenal. They're a great, great, quick meal if you need one.
1: You guys, if Amy changed your life on this podcast, um, definitely tag her and myself on Instagram so that I can reshare your story and let Amy know what your biggest takeaway was. So your Instagram Amy is again, it's hey, Amy Lacey.
0: Hey, Amy Lacey.
1: Okay. So tag, Hey, Amy Lacey, let her know what your biggest takeaway was from this podcast. And you guys, I'm so grateful for you. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone.